Ladies and gentlemen, live from coast of the Carolinas by way of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. This is the moment sports betting fans around the world have been waiting for. It's time! Introducing the Fistful of Cash Podcast! What is going on, guys? You are tuned into the newest edition of the Fistful of Cash Podcast. I'm your host, Dale Lippin, in here trying to break down the UFC Nashville card for you. Try to get everybody the best possible position to make the best plays and make a little money. I know March Madness is dominating everybody's landscape right now. However, we do have some good fights this weekend, and I do want to uh, pay attention to them while we can. That's what we're here to do. So this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Saving Grace Oil. Go to SavingGraceOil.com and use promo code CASH20. Get 20% off your entire order at SavingGraceOil.com. CASH20 is the code there. Also want to give a big shout out to Alpha Outpost. Alpha Outpost just sent me an awesome care package in the mail as well. Uh, they are the go-to subscription box if you're into anything outdoors, anything camping related, just anything that involves getting out of the house, being in nature, and, and really just um, you know making the most out of the outdoor space. They also send a lot of really cool like tactical grade things. Everything that they send is really nice, really well packaged, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, you know, every time I've, I get one of their boxes, it's just, it's like a little tiny Christmas gift. I really enjoy it. And I, I like their product. I like their company. Uh, they've got great reviews online and every dealing that I've had with any person associated with Alpha Outpost has been fantastic. Highly, highly, highly recommend them. Um, definitely give them a try. And they're having a huge sale right now as well. Uh, you can get any of their pass boxes at 60% off. So go to alphaoutpost.com, sign up. They gave me a promo code for you guys to use. I can't remember what it is. If you're interested, find me on Instagram. Shoot me a uh, a message, and I'll give you the promo code. I'm just more interested in pumping their product more than uh, making anything off of it. So, like I said, uh, great company. They sent me a sleeping bag and a hammock and a canteen stove uh, just for the sake of saying hi. So I appreciate that about them. Uh, and go to alphaoutpost.com. All right, let's jump right into this. We got UFC Nashville this weekend. Like I said, you know, March Madness is really dominating everything, so I don't expect a lot of people to be paying too much attention to the UFC this weekend. But there is a good card. Uh, there are some fights, and there's some good. There's a good opportunity to make some money. So I definitely want to, you know, put you guys in the position to do that. Uh, so I'll pull this card up real quick, and we'll get things going. Let me see. I thought I had it set up where I wanted it, but I don't. So let me get everything looking the way it should, and we'll get after it here. All right, first car or first fight on the main card: Macy Barber coming in against JJ Aldrich. JJ Aldrich stunned me um, her last fight and pulled out a win. She looked good uh, training with Rose Namajunas and you know uh, that that entire camp up there. Um, you can tell when you're she's getting championship level rounds in the gym because she looked a lot better. Uh, than she has in previous fights. However, Macy Barber, I believe, is a different animal. Uh, she is she's touting herself as going to be bigger than Ronda, bigger than you know Misha, bigger than any of these other women fighters. And you know you're six and zero, oh, but let's slow the roll here. Um, I feel like if somebody like a 
I don't, I hate to give Mackenzie Dern any props cause she can't make weight, but if somebody like Mackenzie Dern were to get a hold of her, um, you know, she'd have, she, she's going to have a, a tough time with upper level competition, uh, especially somebody that's really good. Uh, you know, if you go up against a really talented striker, a really talented jujitsu player, um, she's going to have problems, but JJ Aldrich is neither of those. And I think there's an athletic difference. Um, I definitely think there's an athletic difference between Macy Barber and JJ Aldrich. And I think Macy Barber wins this fight easily going away. There's not a lot of money to be made on her. We don't usually play women's MMA, but if we were going to uh, Macy Barber sitting at a minus 250, so she's really no use to us unless we're throwing her in on a parlay, which we may do. Um, I'll probably go ahead and throw her in one as we move through the show and I'll tell you what it ends up. at. Then we got the, the, the next matchup is Violent Bob Ross, Luis Pena, taking on Steven Peterson. Peterson, I believe, is a late replacement. Pena um, lost his last fight, first loss, and did not it did not sit well with him. Um, and he's looking to right that ship. And I think he'll get it done against Steven Peterson here. Coming in at a minus 260, again, not a... Not a whole lot of money to be made on him. Probably throw him on a parlay as well uh, with Macy Barber. So we'll be looking to throw those two together. There's really not a lot uh, to go on with the Steven Peterson. And, you know, Luis Pena, like I said, uh, good fighter, talented, uh, should be able, you know, comes out of AKA. So you know he's getting championship level rounds every single day. He's going to come prepared. And he's swearing up and down that he's going back to finishing people. So we'll see. Could be a bad night for Steven Peterson. Steven Peterson, 17-7, and seven, um, has more experience than Pena, who's sitting at 5-1. and one, But I just think Pena is going to be too much for him. Uh, biggest toss-up toss on the card, as far as I'm concerned, is the next fight. Davison Figueiredo and Juicier Formiga. Now, uh, Figueiredo has... One punch knockout powers, fifteen and zero. He's looked like an absolute animal. Um, has a wild haircut. Juicier Formiga though is battle tested, battle worn, and you know could be making a justified argument for a flyweight title shot. Don't know what's going to come with the flyweight division. Still, it's still up in the air. Um, and then who knows with the whole. TJ Dillashaw steroids or, you know, whatever failed USADA test thing that's going on right now. Who knows what's to come with that. So what we have is we run into an issue here where, uh, you know, what the division that looked like it was going to be, you know, dissolved and some guys were going to be let go. Other ones were going to be asked to move up to Bantam. The bantamweight division just got tossed on its head. So who knows? It's going to be. It could be a long time before any of these guys in flyweight see a title shot. Because if I'm UFC, I'm moving Cejudo up and I'm having him fight Marlon Moraes for the vacant bantamweight belt. So I've had inklings on three different fights that I feel like might happen. I don't know why or where it came from. One is Marlon Moraes versus Cejudo, um, and I sort of thought of that after the. Um, after the TJ announcement came out. And that's not like breaking news. I'm not claiming to be the first person to say that out loud, but I just feel like that's probably where that's heading. The other one is uh, Kevin Lee just got booked to fight RDA welterweight. Kevin Lee talked a bunch of smack. um, And, you know, everybody was sort of positioning, myself included, to get him to fight Gregor Gillespie. 
uh, or Gillespie because I want Gregor to get that bump up. Well, you know, Kevin Lee decided he was going to fight at welterweight. He didn't want any more of that 155 life. And, you know, to me it looks like he's ducking Gregor. I think Gregor versus Paul Felder makes a lot of sense. Um, just because Gregor isn't, there, there's nobody really below him in lightweight that's gonna that's available for a fight. Nobody in nobody below him in lightweight is gonna want to make uh, gonna want to take that risk in fighting him. But Paul Felder's down to fight anybody at any time, and Gregor has been known to get hit in fights. And Paul Felder could be a very very good test for him as Paul is a very large, hard-hitting 55er. So I think Gregor versus Paul Felder makes a lot of sense. The other one is Bellator-based. Nobody's really seen what's happening with Mark Hunt, although following Mark online looks like he's training. I could see him signing with Bellator and them running back him versus uh, Big Country. Big Country is, you know, sort of afloat right now uh, in the Bellator waters. He is, you know... He's just having a hard time there. Um, I think bringing Mark Hunt in and, and positioning him against uh, a name like Big Country right off the bat could be good for a push for him in, in Bellator. Uh, so, you know, no word on if Mark Hunt's fighting anywhere else. I think that he probably will. No word on where that's going to be, but I think it's probably going to be Bellator or Ryzen. Um, either way, um, I think it's going to be Bellator, and I think they're going to have him fight big country just put a little pin in that just something i'm thinking out loud anyway getting back to davison figueredo and juicier formiga formiga's battle tested he's got more experience he just beat a prime sergio pettis he just seems like if he can get his hands on figueredo i think he's gonna beat him um i think figueredo's o goes uh I'm, i'm i'm taking an upset here formiga's coming in at plus 120 and I like him in this fight. I think he's going to get it done um, by submission. We'll see what happens, but I think that that's the case. Um, moving up, I don't know why this fight is positioned above the Formiga fight, but John McDessie taking on Jesus Pineda. Um, you know, if I'm not mistaken, Pineda is a is a late replacement here, and McDessie uh, is coming in as a big favorite as a result, minus three fifteen. Honestly, guys, I would say just avoid this fight. Um, McDessie has shown himself to be inconsistent. Uh, he's he's creative at times, but he is susceptible to being hurt in fights, whether it be a broken jaw or uh, injuring his arm or an ankle or something like that. You just never know. And Pinedo could go out there, throw something weird, and McDessie gets hurt. I would just avoid this fight. Um, with McDessie coming in at minus 315 for the sake of making a play, it seems like he's the play. Uh, on the Instagram sheet, I'll probably have him as the play, but McDessie coming in sixteen and six, Pinedo sixteen and four and one, identical records. McDessie's faced harder uh, competition, but minus three fifteen coming up against a guy that's plus two forty five, and it's late replacement. Just avoid. Just save the money for something else. Um, co-main event: Curtis Blades versus Justin Big Pretty Wilson or Willis. Sorry. Have a hard time with this fight. Um, Curtis Blades has shown himself to suffer against power punchers. Now, the power puncher that he suffered against is Francis Ngannou, and who can blame him when that guy hits you? Curtis Blades wins the fights that he's supposed to win, and he loses the ones that could potentially catapult him to another level in the heavyweight division. 
this fight is not one that could catapult him to another level in the heavyweight division and should be a very winnable fight for him. Um, he is a favorite and a sizable one at that, coming in at minus 285 to Willis's uh, plus 225, respectively. I'm just not sure which guy I want to take here. Uh, Willis trains daily with Daniel Cormier, Cain Velasquez, all these guys at AKA. Curtis Blades, obviously uh, an accomplished wrestler. You know, I really think that Blades should win this fight. Um, I think that he's going to be able to put the pace on Willis. Willis physically is a lot smaller, um, and his physique is not one that that, uh, benefits a guy that's probably going to be wrestled from the time, you know, uh, the cage door closes till it opens back up again. It might be worth a stab to take Willis at plus 225. It might be. Um, based on how the, the rest of the card shakes out, um, I would keep that, you know, uh, I'd keep that in your back pocket, if you will, because it might be one of those things where you, you know, depending if we're up big, um, you can take some of those winnings, roll them into a wild play like that, see if we can't really move the bankroll. Uh, as far as just making a pick, I think Blades should win this fight, but I just have this sneaky suspicion that Willis is going to win. I don't know why. You know, they always talk about trust the gut. I just feel like Willis might actually pull this out. All right. Main event. Steven Thompson, Anthony Pettis. Pettis, 155 champ. Dropped down to 45. Found no success there. Now trying to come up to 170. I don't know what to think with Anthony Pettis. I really don't. You know, if he stands there and tries to kickbox with Stephen Thompson, he's going to lose. Um, Stephen Thompson has shown himself to be good at avoiding takedowns because, you know, everybody's been after him since he got into the UFC that, you know, uh, the way you beat him is to take him down. He, he trains uh, with guys like Chris Weidman, and he just, you know, he's got a good wrestling defense. Um, I don't think Pettis's jiu-jitsu background is going to be much in play here as long as Thompson doesn't follow him to the ground. Um, I think that this fight will probably play out a lot like the Yair Rodriguez versus Alex Caceres fight that we had, what was that, probably two years ago now. Um, there's going to be a lot of creative striking displays. I don't necessarily see how Anthony Pettis can win this fight. Um, I just don't see it. Uh, you know, uh, Stephen Thompson, though, if anything, has been guilty lately of not doing enough to win fights. Um, he just sits back and waits, very Machida style, and just does not go out there with the mentality of "I'm going to finish you and get you out of there." The last time I saw him really hungry for a finish is when he fought Jake Ellenberger. That's really it. I haven't seen much from him since then. So, uh, you know, he's a big favorite in this fight. He's coming in at minus 400. It's just a wild play, man. I, I just don't know. When they're this big, it's hard not to take a stab on on the bigger underdog like this, like the same thing we did with the, uh, Derek Lewis versus Daniel Cormier fight. 
it's almost wor- you, the odds are almost too good to not take like a small stab at it. Um, especially because Stephen Thompson is such a favorite to win the fight, you're not going to make any money by betting on him. So if it's just prediction, sure, why not? Um, let's go with Stephen Thompson. But if you're asking, can Anthony Pettis win this fight? He can. Um, do I think he has a good, ch- a, as good a chance as Jorge Masvidal did against Darren Till? No. But can he win this fight? Yeah, he can. He absolutely can. If he can somehow make it into a war and Thompson can get caught, for sure. But I just, I don't, I don't see how he's going to do it. I really don't see how he's going to do it. Um, so I want to throw a parlay together for you guys uh, in lieu of, you know, sort of waffling on the main event and co-main. You guys are free to do what you want to do there. I'm probably going to take Willis and Thompson. That's what I'm going to do. But throwing a parlay together, um, Macy Barber, Louis Pena, and Bobby the Wolfman Moffat coming in. If we're putting a unit on that, you're looking at you're looking at two to one on your money. So two to one on your money for Bobby Moffitt, uh, Luis Pena, and Macy Barber. That would be my play in lieu of a play on the co-main or the main event where you're not going to see a lot of money, not going to see a lot of action. There's too many variables. Uh, it's a pretty good parlay right there at Pena, Barber, and Moffitt. But outside of that, guys, really don't have much else. TJ Dillashaw popped for steroids, but Cody Garbrandt called that years ago, said that he was a steroid user, that he used to try to teach everybody or show guys at Alpha Male how to get away with using steroids. I don't know. Um, you know, how these guys continue to find these themselves in these positions for tainted samples is a mystery to me. Um, I've taken dozens of piss tests in my life and I've never popped positive for steroids. So I, I, I don't know the same way. Like these guys, there's other guys out there that can't seem to help from getting arrested. I've done my fair share of reckless and stupid things my entire life and have yet, uh, to be placed in handcuffs. So I, I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. But like I said, March Madness dominating the landscape this weekend. Don't blame anybody, but just in between, you know, you got an ESPN card in Nashville. Go ahead and check it out. Top locations for the March Madness episode that we sprung on you guys. Boston Mass, Honolulu, uh, Nantucket, Ashburn, Westminster, Maryland, Vegas, Stockton, St. Paul, Toronto, and Pittsburgh, top countries, the U.S., Canada, Australia, the U.K., New Zealand, Spain, Germany, and Ireland, as always. Hope everybody had a safe St. Patrick's Day. Appreciate everybody everybody tuning in to the show. Uh, this one's going to be short. It's going to be sweet. Um, see if you guys like it like that uh, for this weekend. Like I said, not expecting big things uh, out of this card. There's not a whole lot there, but we'll have all of our picks up. And be sure to follow our Instagram throughout the weekend because we will be making plays uh, on both fights and basketball. So if you're into that kind of thing, go ahead and check it out. Uh, if your bracket, uh, was coinciding with the one that we went with on the Tuesday show, um, as of, I think probably 30 minutes ago, we were, uh, we were eight of nine. So not too bad so far. Uh, and that's just picking out right winners. That's not against the spread or anything like that. Underdogs against the spread are crushing right now. Um, but if you're interested in basketball plays, check out the Instagram page. If you're interested in MMA and, 
you know, boxing plays also follow us on there. Feel free to like, subscribe, leave a review on iTunes, please. Been a while since I've asked for that. Really goes a long way in moving us up the charts. Would appreciate that greatly uh, if you guys could go and add one. Doesn't have to be a written review. Just go ahead and click the stars, whatever you think is appropriate. I'd appreciate that. Goes a long way. Um, and if you're interested in shooting me an email, want to talk about anything like that, fistful of cash pod pod at gmail.com. All right, guys, I'm out of here. I appreciate everyone. And uh, have a good, safe weekend. And I will talk to everybody next week if I don't talk to you on social media between now and then. See you.